Hi there, it's Memory from Friends Abroad Relationship School. I wanted to do an episode on infidelity in relationships. This is a cause for concern, a topic of contention in many relationships. No one wants to be cheated on. And we feel old when someone is unfaithful in a relationship. It's important to know who you are, what you want, and to create boundaries and to stick to what you want. It is equally important to understand the root cause. Infidelity or cheating is a symptom of underlying problems in your relationship. This is not to blame the person who's cheated on or the betrayed person. It is about looking at the bigger picture to address issues in the relationship. There is not much difference between physical abuse and infidelity in a relationship when we think about it. There's no difference between emotional abuse and um, infidelity if we think about it. However, you also want to add that all these are symptoms. And the symptoms have nothing to do with one person. It's to do with both people. What happens is, if someone is unfaithful, they basically lack conflict resolution st- strategies or skills. So what they do is they use other people to solve their problems rather than address their problems within themselves first as an individual and a go-to place and also to address issues with their partner in the relationship. It could be that this person has something that they want in a relationship or that's not happening in the relationship, that they are struggling to communicate with their partner. And what that means is if they are going elsewhere to try and soothe themselves, it means that they have self-regulatory problems, self-regulation problems. They can't manage themselves, so they look outside themselves for soothing, for parenting, for support, instead of self-supporting and resolving conflict within themselves first and then going to their partner to discuss their concerns and then Either they resolve the matter or they agree to disagree and they can either stay together or go their separate ways. So I wanted to bring attention to that point that infidelity is not the problem. It is a problem within a bigger problem. There are scientific predispositions for infidelity. 
things that exacerbate infidelity that can make someone um, expose someone to increasing risk of being a betrayer. And I will talk about this at some point. So it's important that we know that although people are at risk of doing something, it doesn't mean to say that, that they need to do that or that it will happen, but it just makes them at high risk of doing that thing if the conditions allow it. But in the relationship now, if the conditions in the relationship allow for enable cheating, then they will seek that strategy, not enable as such, but if the conditions are not favorable, then someone might find strategies to cope and they might use cheating as one of their coping mechanisms. Some people will use physical abuse as a coping mechanism. Other people can use silent treatment or any other emotional abuse uh, tactics as a form of coping in the relationship. So it's important to be aware that cheating on its own is a symptom. So if you are staying with someone who is cheating and you have not managed to leave, because many people will not leave, even though you can tell them to leave, it is important that we teach them skills so that they know why this is happening and then they can address it one within themselves why am i staying here and if i'm staying here what can i do to make sure that i am fairly safe or i can be safe because they can then go to their partner and ask may i ask why this is happening i do not feel comfortable or happy with this situation? Is there anything that I need to know? And maybe the partner can start to open up if possible. But I'm not encouraging you to stay if you know there's infidelity when you are being abused. However, it's important that you know why you are in a certain situation. And it's not your fault. But you also need to look on your side of things because for a relationship to work, it takes two. And for a relationship to break, it takes two. Thank you for listening. And I'll be adding more to this um, episode. Bye-bye. Quality life before relationships. Hi there, it's Memory from Friends Abroad Relationship School. So today I wanted to talk about how you can minimize conflict in your relationships. When we have a problem with a partner, it is easy to focus on the negative aspects of the relationship. What then happens is when we focus on the negatives, we start to highlight them and to communicate them to a partner. The next thing is that when we communicate negatives to another person, they get turned off and they become defensive or unappreciated. I am not saying that we should not um, explore conflict in a relationship or address any situations that we have. 
The first thing you need to do is to assess yourself before you go to a partner. Identify the reasons for their behavior, whether they are responding to something that you are doing, because this is what happens most of the time. Someone starts and the other person responds or reacts, and then you re-react, and, and it becomes a cycle. So you need to stop and identify the root cause of the problem. You need to ask yourself the five whys, and you need to parent yourself and find out the root cause. And then you meet the needs in yourself first. Go to yourself with the conflict before you go to another person. Then when you go to another person, what you want to do is to start with appreciation. Because this person is not making mistakes all the time. There are some things that they are doing right in the relationship. So express how much you appreciate what they are doing right. And then if you have felt that there is a need that you need to express with them, you can honor yourself and express that need using feeling statements. Be vulnerable, not demanding. And you can say, I feel happy when you take me out every Saturday. I was wondering if going to town every weekend is something that has crossed your mind. What do you think? Or you can say, I feel happy when you take me out every Saturday and I would really feel happier if we go to town every week, something like that. You honor yourself and then you ask what they think. This way, someone does not feel attacked. And the next thing that you can do in your relationship is to learn to have a conflict resolution day every week. People don't realize that a business approach to relationship can prevent a lot of problems. And when you have a conflict resolution day, even the person who's defensive about conflict will be willing to sit down and discuss because there is no agenda, there is no attack, there is no blame, there is no control. You are sitting down to both express your needs and listen to each other and to seek understanding between the two of you. That is all that you are doing. So it that can help as well as having a date night for, so that you keep dating each other. When you are in relationships, you tend to relax and you forgo, forget why you started. So a date night can remind you to pay attention to each other each and every week instead of taking each other for granted. Learn to use compliments in your relationship Someone does something for you. They are choosing to do something for you. Express appreciation and compliment them. Thank you very much for doing this for me. Oh, that is so lovely. Make sure you show your partner that you are impacted by them. And also, in that giving, when you do something for another, do not give to get. Do not overdo things so that you can get a thank you. Do things for your partner out of reciprocity. Leave love notes under the bed 
in their pockets, buy each other flowers, little gifts, or go out for a walk and pick up something free and bring it to your partner. Get a leaf, write something in it, and give it to them. That can be such a nice gesture because it's about the intention. It's where it is coming from rather than the price of it. And we also need to stop wanting things that are of monetary, high monetary value. That's not love. It's just monetary value. It doesn't determine your worthiness. So try to pay attention to the intention and effort rather than how much something costs. So if you make it a habit of supporting each other, encouraging each other, using compliments and appreciation and being positive and focusing on the positive, introducing a gratitude journal in your life and also practicing gratitude for each other or together, especially in the morning when you wake up. I'm thankful for you. Thank you for being in my life. Before you go to bed, make it a habit. Thank you for being in my life. Hug each other. Practice touch daily. Another little practice you can introduce. Hold each other's hands daily. Look into in each other's eyes and repeat a few words of affirmations no expectations no negativity you will see things start to change in your life your partner wants to be appreciated so do you and nobody is entitled in this relationship and if there are demands and control it will be such a turn off i hope that was helpful and i hope you see i'll see you soon Quality life before relationships. Bye-bye. Hi there, it's Memory from Friends Abroad Relationship School. I am on the infidelity series at the moment. And before I can talk about the scientific or the experts' findings about what causes infidelity, I would like to share to anyone who might listen and anyone who might have problems in a relationship. The skill of conflict resolution is important. We probably confine it to the workplace, not realizing how important it is in any area of our lives, especially our romantic relationships, even our friendships and in our families. The reason why we can end up with dysfunctional situations in our families where we drift apart and we end up not talking to each other is because we do not know how to resolve conflict. And what then happens is because we were not taught as we were growing up in our families how important it is to resolve conflict, we end up taking that into our relationships. The, re the outcome is we end up trying to do too much to resolve the present problem or we can stonewall and give our partner the silent treatment or we can start to shout to try to control the conversation or we can do any of the dysfunctional strategies or maladaptive strategies 
that will not help the situation. It is funny because most of the time we want to stay in these relationships, but we end up behaving in a way that pushes the other person away. And it is as if we do not want to stay in the relationship. And that is true on a subconscious level. Whilst you are consciously wanting to be in a relationship, your behavior is not showing congruence and alignment with someone who wants to be in a relationship because you do not have the right skills to function in a relationship. So what do we need to do? We need to take responsibility as adults and start to learn how to resolve conflict. If you are avoidant and you have a tendency of running away from conflict, understand that that's no longer working because your partner wants some answers. And also, for you to stay with them, you need to be communicating openly. So you need to learn to do things differently. And how can you do that? Read about emotional intelligence and conflict resolution. Seek support in support groups and learn to do things differently. And learn to sit with your discomfort instead of going out there to seek soothing outside your relationship. Learn to express yourself. Find ways to sit down and talk. The best thing for couples that live together or even couples that want to do conscious relationships is to introduce a conflict resolution day in their relationship. And this day is not only about resolving conflict in terms of misunderstandings. It is a simple day to engage, connect, find out what's working and what might not be working and find out if there are improvements that you can make. And this is just like at work. We need these meetings to find out how we are progressing, how we are developing and what areas we need to improve on. And that's what you need for your relationship. Instead of going out there to look for a solution outside yourself or in another person, learn to sit with the discomfort. And if you feel that whatever is happening in this relationship is not helpful and is not purposeful for you, you need to get out before you hurt another person or before you do something that might not be in line with the relationship agreement. I understand nobody owes you anything. However, if you choose to do something, it comes with responsibility. If you have chosen to get into a relationship with another and you are wanting a one-to-one -one monogamous relationship or even a poly relationship, stick to your agreement instead of going out there to do anything outside the agreement because you are self-sabotaging and the other person might not 
put up with it. And if they do, it's because they also have a dysfunctional way of dealing with conflict. They need to address it and then find out where you are both going from there. I hope that was helpful and I hope you keep learning to resolve conflict and not choose to go outside your relationship to look for soothing, to look for someone else to meet your needs besides your partner. Thank you very much and remember quality life before relationships. Thank you.